0: Welcome to another episode of Dr. James Beckett Sports Card, Sports Card Interests. And I'm here with my special guest, Rich Miller, the owner, founder, main man of Sport Collect- Sports Collectors Daily, which I daily receive and read with interest. Uh, I have uh, other sponsors. We're going to give Rich a chance to talk about his uh, sponsors and the relationships he has. But I'm delighted to present my sponsors to you briefly: it's Beckett Media. Comc.com, suemc.com, Burbank Sports Card, Mike's Stadium Sports Card, Heritage Auction, Huggins Scott Auctions, Pops, Panini, So, uh, welcome, uh, Rich. I'm really looking forward to hearing about how you have faithfully cranked out sports collectors daily. I've told people I, my goal is a thousand episodes, which is, uh, four years of, of, uh, daily podcasts. And I think you're well beyond that. So, any tips you have, I'd love to hear sort of your <laughs> longevity and consistency. So, welcome, Rich. Rich Miller.
1: Hey, glad to be here. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a long, long journey. It's kind of like piling up the stones. You know, you put a couple of them down. It doesn't look like much, but then after a while, you look and you got like a big wall in front of you.
0: <laughs> how many episodes do you, or how many, how many, adi- what do you call them, additions? Or
1: uh, well, I guess the best many way many is problems? probably just to count the stories um, that we. Well, then you then that's
0: you've three or four stories a day, right? I mean, pretty much. Well
1: oh, yeah. Right? I made a commitment when I started the website uh, back in 2006 to do four fresh stories every day, and I don't know why I picked four. I just thought it was a, a number that I might be uh, that might be manageable, I guess. And, and uh, at the time, it, you know, we weren't putting out a lot of in-depth, longer content like you kind of see now. It was a lot of sort of quick bits and things. But so the, the focus kind of changed a little bit. But um, that really only lasted a short period of time. So in those 13 and a half, I guess, years that have passed now, it's, the total number of stories in our archive is over 14,000. Yeah, so okay. that's a lot of writing.
0: <laughs> that's a lot of writing. Now, now uh, some of those are are from contributors, but it, it yes. looks like you're a lot of them are from you. Yeah, I, 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 you know, not I do have some great just,
1: freelancers. Yeah, I do have some, some great of are, freelancers.
0: But are you taking pre- you get these press releases and then you excerpt them, or or
1: uh, it's a little of everything? Um, you know, it, yes, we do. You know, there are press releases on auction announcements or you know uh, things that are of interest to the hobby that are associated with. Sports media, new companies that start things like that, but um, you know, a lot of it is just digging around online um, and finding things in the mainstream media, um, and that's one of the things, one of the reasons why I started this was because being in broadcasting, being in, being in the news business at the time, I knew that the hobby there were a lot of stories being written Not a lot but there were, there were stories being written that weren't being discovered because they were maybe only appearing in a wichita kansas newspaper or yeah, a, yeah. you know a, a paper in chicago or florida you know it's it's and so my one of my goals was to try and show people that there were some good stories being done both in publishing newspapers and radio about the hobby and, and trying to bring those in and show those to people so that's part of it um and then obviously we produce now a lot of original content um different all different kinds of things whether you're a vintage collector modern collector you know we'll highlight cards of a certain player that we think are interesting or um, you know we'll do feature stories on uh, collectors or you know anything that that uh, you know i think is interesting so it's it's kind of a meld of, of everything one of the most popular things i do is a news and notes column where we just take out to take a bunch of uh, things that we see that uh, you know might appear elsewhere, or just little things that may have gone unnoticed by people who don't spend all day online like I do, and uh, and we'll put those in a you know one column, uh, kind of like the old newspaper news and notes columns that we, see, we used to see. So, um, well,
0: I'm not. Uh, I just want to give a, a an unqualified plug. I mean, I, I feel like what I'm trying to do with this podcast is what you're already doing, and that is make a content that is not necessarily must read as much as it's must consider. I mean, anybody that doesn't subscribe to sports collectors daily is missing out now that doesn't mean every one of your four articles each day is going to be of interest to every person but if I were uh, I am a subscriber but I'm just saying anybody should subscribe and check it out and dig deeper on those things they find of interest. I don't expect everybody to listen to every every uh, episode of this of this podcast I'm doing but there's certain episodes that that would that, that, that really have value. And the only way you can know about that is to be a subscriber. Or in your case, and I may have the same thing. Uh, and I'm wondering how I found out about you. I mean, I maybe I used to try to subscribe to everything, but certainly uh, I'm sure you get a lot of pass along uh, readership and people. You know, Rich Klein is one of my close hobby buddies. We go back almost 40 years, and I know he was uh, doing at one point doing quite a bit of writing. Yeah,
1: yeah. About, and, and but
0: I think now he's, he's got a, a full plate pretty much of doing other stuff but i think he delighted in in uh, and he's an excellent writer and keeps his ear to the ground as well but like i said you just have to it, it, you're you're doing the work for people by putting your ear to the ground and and allowing people once they get your uh well, I, I just get every i guess i just get an email every day and it's it's yeah. you know I'm gonna i'm you know free, uh, you know most of the time I'm interested in
1: there's always something
0: you know and some things I'm more interested than others but it's always good be, and I applaud what you're doing
1: I try to be, uh, you know, sensitive to the fact that some people only collect vintage cards. Some people only collect right. modern cards. They want to open boxes and other people are memorabilia. Some people are into right. all of it. So it's kind of a, you know, you cast a wide net and it's interesting to see every day which stories people are reading.
0: And uh, you have segments. You have segments. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you can see that by w- what, what links they click
1: on. Is that how you would know? That? Yeah. We have a, uh, an analytics program that'll show us exactly what, how many times a certain story's been read and, and, uh, you know, it, it'll do that for the day. It'll do it for the week, for the month. And I can also look and see what our most read stories are over the last year, you know, which, which is kind of interesting. And a lot of it really comes from, you know, you mentioned the subscription, which is free you know, to get our daily headlines in your email. Um, in fact, we don't charge for any content on our website. But um, there's a lot of different ways to consume it. And, you know, you mentioned the subscription. Other people just find us by doing a Google search. And you know, we've got really? so many stories in, huh. in production and uh, that have been produced in, we're in Google News, so we're indexed right alongside yeah, yeah. the New York Times and the Chicago Tribune and NBC yeah, yeah. News and everything else. So it's, uh, you know, a lot of our traffic comes from that, just people who are curious and they find our story and say, wow, I didn't know this existed. So they'll, you know, sign up for the, for the email or they'll just make a point to come to the, the website. And, and then, of course, social media is a big deal. You know, we get a lot of traffic right. from Facebook and some Twitter.
0: Right. Through. Well, I mean, I love the way you segment what you're doing. I just, I just think you're doing a lot of things right. Uh, nowadays, people have short attention spans. but you, you're, yeah. not, you, you're not doing it by sensationalism of having these <laughs> these attention-grabbing headlines that are blowing people away, uh, but you're just you're coming at it like a kind of like a journalist. You
1: know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Still making use of the skills. I, even though I'm not working. I intend that to be a compliment. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. What about breaking stories? I mean, are you uh, doing investigative stuff very much? It doesn't seem. It seems like mainly you're 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 digging into stories that are already emerging. and uh, and allowing people to see what's been said, but it doesn't seem like you're, uh, I mean, emerging or breaking stories. What's your philosophy on that?
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, it'd be nice to be able to do some of that, but, you know, honestly, there just isn't to do, to do a really good investigative story. You have to devote yourself to that particular Uh, story and you have to spend days, weeks, months, you know, on a specific topic. And that's just not what, what the website's about. It's basically a daily digest of what's going on. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, if it's a big important crime related story or a fraud story that we're not going to try and get a hold of those court papers and write about it. In fact, if you type the word fraud into the search box on the website. You'll get a lot of, <laughs> a lot of results, unfortunately. Yeah. For, for the hobby. But, you know, for the most part, I think it's, you know, it's, um, we're reacting to what's happening and we're trying to gather as much information as we can, um, to try and put out stories that you know aren't, aren't just features or aren't just, you know, happy, happy, feel good stuff. There's, you know, there's plenty of serious things that are, ha- are happening in the hobby, you know, as we all know. And so, you know, it's, certainly part of the job, try and cover that. Is, yeah.
0: when, when you got started, so we got to go back uh, 13 years or so, uh, What were there any inspirations for what you were doing, either in, in our industry or any other? Was there a model that you thought, well, hey, they're doing that, I could do that, or I could do that better? Uh, or did you just say, hey, this needs to be done, nobody's doing it, I'm going to do it my way?
1: The, the genesis was kind of an obscure uh, form of media that no one, unless you've been in the broadcast news industry, understands, and that's a website called News Blues, which was essentially run by a former uh, news director news reporter who had, and his wife who had um, they, they started this, it was basically a, an email every day, and they would kind of do a little bit of what I do now, which is to scour the mainstream media for articles that had to do with broadcast news, and they would add their own little snarky comments yeah. and things to it, and and it was kind of an industry insider, sort of a, almost a scandal sheet, but they also did some pretty serious you know, topics and and that's kind of what I started out to do. It, although you know, we really kind of moved in a, a much different direction. We, I I kept a few of the elements that they had done, and, and uh, but just kind of expanded on it and made it more more of a daily newspaper sort of thing. So um, you know, it it really. Other than that, I didn't have a lot of inspiration. Other than just to convince the hobby or industry, whatever you want to refer to it as, that it's big enough and interesting enough to have its own daily news to where you could come every day and be guaranteed to. <laughs> to see you know, yeah. four fresh stories on what was happening right. in the hobby, whether it's a new card set, whether it's a, a coverage of a show, or whether it was a story in a, uh, a Detroit TV station about the hobby, or yeah. um, you know something that we put up that, that's a future-oriented thing that would help collectors. Um, and well, so
0: I, I, yeah, that's kind of where it went. <laughs>
1: well,
0: i I'm, like I said, I'm a big fan, and I think it's it's worth. Uh, I think it's actually worth paying for. I understand, but you know, without you disclosing anything you don't want to disclose. I mean, what 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 is the business model? Uh, is this, uh, sponsor or ad driven? Because I think it's really important for you to provide this. If you had a paywall there, I think it'd be a little tricky. People don't always like to pay for things that they don't know the value of in advance. Right. Uh, yeah. so any, I mean, uh, it seems like, you know, what, what, uh, how does, what's the business aspect? Of
1: yeah, we I, you know, we I discussed with my programmer when we started, how do we want to do this? How, how is it going to pay for itself? You know, I mean, I was interested in doing this, not with the expectation that it would necessarily become something full time for me, although that's what it became, which was kind of the ultimate dream, uh, was to have this become a my, my gig. And, and so, um, but but we just decided against the paywall because, you know, those stores are not searchable. You, know, you might get the first paragraph if you type in the Google search, but you don't get the whole thing. So that was the reason we did it that way. Um, and, and the model for for... Paying for everything, then would be advertising, um, which added another element onto my plate, but it was something that I was kind of expecting anyway. And that was a struggle early on to try and get people to believe in what I was doing. But once we got the ball rolling and we were able to kind of get some more exposure and uh, and show people what we were doing and that it was worthwhile to advertise and that we were reaching a, a decent audience and that I was not in this for the short haul, this was a long haul thing. Um, then we got some advertising support from uh, some of the auction companies. Um, I think Huggins and Scott was the first one to jump on board, and then, um, we had some others that came after that. and and then branch out into, you know, some other hobby entities that, that you know, have come aboard to, to advertise. And we do some sponsored content as well. Um, it's not, not a huge part of what we do, but it is right. part of it. And then we're an eBay affiliate, which is why you do see eBay links on our site. Um, right. you know, anytime somebody in that, you know, that helps us out when somebody, if you shop on eBay anyway, if you want to click a link and, uh, please do it through our site, because then, you know, if somebody, if you buy something, then, uh, we will get a small percentage of the, of the, it doesn't cost you anything as a buyer, but it, right. it just helps, uh, Put money our profit
0: well, that, that's good to hear i think people that don't understand the i mean it, the industry i mean it, basically you have kind of indigenous kinds of uh, sponsor relationships that are not intrusive that that actually probably help help the positive experience they they're, they're not seeing irrelevant advertising uh, that's like i say intrusive they're they're uh, it, it kind of completes the the presentation of what's going on in the industry allowing there's a lot to, to be said to for advertising
1: on them. a website that is Targeted to the market that you're trying to reach. I mean, you can do that is relevant, app all day, but other, yeah, turn
0: off if you don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. I did, do you remember the old Krause, uh, daily facts? I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Car, was it card facts or trade facts? Uh, yeah. Trade facts. Trade
1: facts. Yeah. Trade facts.
0: Was that an influence, uh, for you at all? I mean, because that was the kind of the main hobby daily, uh, news distribution, uh, back in the, certainly in the
1: 90s. Yeah. yeah. I did see, See a couple of those issues. I didn't subscribe to it because I think it was just sort of a little. Well, they were expensive.
0: expensive. It was expensive. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I wasn't a dealer. I wasn't actively involved in the, the business aspect of the hobby then. So I didn't feel like it was really necessary for me to, to get it. Well, but I did were, see it. And yeah, I, I think in the back of my mind, that probably did play a little bit of a. I tried to, I mean, again, it could be, you
0: know. Yeah. This is a statute of limitation, but just telling a little yeah. story. I mean, I, I tried to subscribe to that. And they initially, uh, I think, refused me. You oh, know, my God. When they, because <laughs> they said that I was a competitor. I, thought, oh, yeah. I mean, come on, guys, it's a fax, you know I, I, I could i could uh you know I can get it one way or another. I'm offering to give you the money to just to be legit uh uh last question rich because uh, i just i promised my reader uh, my, my my listeners a uh, kind of a fifteen minute episode in that time frame, but I titled my uh my podcast uh, sports Card Insights, and I could have done sports collectors or collectibles or insights. Because I'm a card guy, and you are predominantly talking about cards, but you chose to be sports collectors daily. And was there a conscious decision with sports card daily taken, or uh, are you trying to be very inclusive of these non-card kinds of uh, memorabilia and other kinds of collections?
1: Yeah, I think it wanted, even matter? I wanted I wanted to make sure that we didn't leave anybody out. And there yeah. are a lot of people out there who are just autograph collectors, or they're just collectors yeah. of you know being used stuff, and we write about things like that but they do. too. So just wanted to kind of make sure that everybody felt. uh Welcome under the tent. I did actually buy the web domain name Sports Card Daily because a lot of people thought that well, that I'm was the name of I'm the long website. Long. <laughs> so, so, so we bought that to make sure that uh, if they thought that's what it was, they still found it on the website. And of course, people do still sometimes confuse us with Sports Collectors Digest, which yeah. um, you know we're not affiliated with them at all. But I understand yeah. there's, you know, the names are pretty similar, and it wasn't intentional. It was just I wanted a name that would kind uh, of
0: oh, I think it's a great name sort of relate to what we did. You know, well, Rich, thanks. We're out of time. You, you're doing a great job. I look forward to many more actually. I'll never catch up with you because you're 13 <laughs> years ahead. But I admire what you're doing, and uh, I think the format really works. It works for me. I hope it. Like I said, it is a must consider if you're a listener. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast. But and it's the same price. It's sports. That's right. It's free. <laughs> uh, so checking out the episodes, but also seriously checking out sports daily and seeing the, the, the four every day. It seems like it's mostly four, but you know, and there's always some good within there. So again, keep up the good work. Uh, Rich, and we'll, we'll uh, talk again. Uh, I enjoyed visiting with you, and uh, I'm sure we'll have uh, an opportunity again in the future. So, uh, again. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, Rich. Be back again tomorrow. The man in the
1: house